In the Old Testament church, God spoke through his prophets. The people did not have the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit of God. They went to the prophet to inquire of God. Even the kings of Israel went to the prophet to inquire of God. Today it is not the same. Today, in the New Testament church, God has chosen to give His Spirit, the Holy Spirit, to all who are in the New Testament church. Each individual who is born again, chosen by God, the elect of God, each individual who is born again, hears directly from God and goes directly to God by Jesus Christ, who is our sacrifice for sins. But in the Old Testament, they had to go to the prophet, and God spoke through his prophets, Moses being one of them. Exodus 19, in the third month, when the children of Israel were gone forth out of the land of Egypt, the same day came they into the wilderness of Sinai. For they were departed from Rehadim, and were come to the desert of Sinai, and had pitched in the wilderness, and there Israel camped before the mount. Now God showed them exactly where to go and when to go. There was a cloud over the tabernacle. It was a pillar of a cloud. And when it moved, they moved, following the tabernacle. When it was still, they were still. At night, there was a pillar of fire over the tabernacle. And when it moved, they moved. So it is not like they were trying to decide on their own where to go in the wilderness. God was leading them every step of the way. Verse 3 of Exodus 19. And Moses went up unto God, and the Lord called unto him out of the mountain, saying, Thus shalt thou say to the house of Jacob, and tell the children of Israel, Ye have seen what I did unto the Egyptians, and how I bear you on eagles' wings and brought you unto myself. Now therefore, if ye will obey my voice indeed, and keep my covenant, then shall ye be a peculiar treasure unto me above all people, for the earth is mine. And ye shall be unto me a kingdom of priests and of holy nation. These are the words which thou shalt speak, said God, unto the children of Israel, as God spoke to Moses. Today God speaks directly to each of us, his children, through the Holy Spirit of Jesus, who lives in each born-again person, who is the elect of God. Hebrews chapter 1 verses 2 and 3 explain this. God, who at sundry times 
and in divers' manners spake in time past unto the fathers by the prophets, hath in these last days spoken unto us by his Son, whom he hath appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the world. First Peter chapter 2 verse 1 Peter says, Wherefore laying aside all malice, and all guile, and all hypocrisies, and envies, and all evil speakings, as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word, that ye may grow thereby. If so be that ye have tasted that the Lord is gracious, to whom, as unto a living stone disallowed indeed of men, but chosen of God, and precious, ye also as lively stones are built up a spiritual house and holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. In the Old Testament, especially in the book of Leviticus, we see the Old Testament laws of God. They sacrificed animals by the order of God to appease God, for the sacrifice had not yet come, which is going to be Jesus Christ. He is our sacrifice, and by his blood we go directly to God in the New Testament. Spiritual sacrifices mean giving up our own ways and fleshly desires in order to go in God's ways, following the way shown us by His Holy Spirit. We don't give up fleshly sacrifices in the sense of animals today, but we certainly give up our own selves, and we control our own flesh and our own will of the flesh and do not let it do what it wants to do as it once did. But now we belong to God after we are born again, and we have the Spirit of God in us to show us what to do, and as we do that, we keep our own flesh under control because the way of the flesh and the way of the Holy Spirit are exactly opposite. Our own flesh will lead us into various sins of the flesh. The Holy Spirit will lead us into ways of God which are opposite to the ways of the flesh. Therefore, our sacrifice today is giving up ourselves, giving up our fleshly desires in order to go in the way that God has shown us by His Spirit. Continuing with 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 6. Wherefore also it is contained in the scriptures, Behold, I lay in Zion a chief cornerstone, elect precious, and he that believeth on him, on Jesus, on the word, 
on the word that comes down from God to us shall not be confounded. Verse 7, Unto you therefore which believe, he, Jesus Christ the word, is precious. But unto them which be disobedient, the stone which the builders disallowed, the same is made the head of the corner, and a stone of stumbling and a rock of offense, even to them which stumble at the word, being disobedient, whereunto also they were appointed. But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood and holy nation, a peculiar people, that ye should show forth the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness into his marvelous light, which in time past were not a people, but are now the people of God, which had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. We are a peculiar people because we don't do as we once did. We don't run around with the people we once ran around with. We seek out the people of God and do the things of God. The people of the world seek out the worldly things and do the things of the world, and they consider us peculiar because we no longer desire the world and we no longer go in the way of the world. Thus we are a peculiar people. We are an holy nation. We are a chosen generation. We are a royal priesthood that we should show forth the praises of God. For now, instead of showing what we have done, we tell of what God has done for us. I have found that the people of the world do not want to hear what God has done. They want to praise the human. I find that church people who do, are not born again want to praise the human. That's their delight. We want to show God and what he has done for us. God opened our eyes to believe in Jesus the Word, and God gave us his Holy Spirit to teach us and guide us and to remind us of everything the Word has said to us. John chapter 14, verse 26, Jesus said, But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. John chapter 16 verse 13 Howbeit when he, the Spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear from God, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. 
Jesus refers to the Holy Spirit as the Spirit of Truth. He also refers to the Holy Spirit as the Comforter because he brings us comfort in the times when we are afflicted. And often the comfort he brings us is the word itself. And when we hear that word, we are reminded of that word, and we rejoice in that word. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 But as it is written, I have not seen nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. But God hath revealed them unto us by his Spirit. For the Spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. For what man knoweth the things of a man, save the Spirit of man which is in him? Even so, the things of God knoweth no man but the Spirit of God. Now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit which is of God that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God, which things also we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teacheth, but which the Holy Ghost teacheth, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. Verse 14, But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him, neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. Look at 1 John chapter 4 for just a moment. Start at verse 4. Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. They are of the world, therefore speak they of the world, and the world heareth them. We are of God, he that knoweth God heareth us. He that is not of God heareth not us. Hereby know we the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. I have been around so many people who attend church but when you speak of God and what he's doing in your life, they don't want to hear that. They just go very silent and wait for you to stop speaking so that they can resume speaking about earthly things. And that's what excites them are earthly things. They are of the world, though they say they are of God. I've seen so many like that. The Holy Spirit of God brings to our mind scriptures and concepts to show us what to do as we deal with the problems of this present life. As we go in the way shown us by the Holy Spirit, we produce the fruits of the Holy Spirit by our actions and we do the will of God as we do that which the Holy Spirit shows us to do and to say. The fruits of the Spirit of God are shown us 
in Galatians chapter 5, verses 22-23. These are automatically produced in us as we do that which God shows us to do. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Romans 8, verse 1. Paul says, There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit, doing that which the Spirit shows us to do. Verse 14. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Thank you for allowing me to share this with you today.